Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Playbooked is a production of iHeartRadio and the College Athletes Network. Hey everybody, this is Chloe V. Mitchell and you are listening to the Playbooks Podcast on the College Athletes Network. Please subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a new episode. This can easily be done via the iHeartRadio app. Okay, listeners, today I have a very special person. Her name is Emily Cole. She goes to Duke and she is going to be a senior. In this episode, I talked to Emily about her creative process in writing her novel, Athletes, and her experience in connecting with her agent, how she became interested in nutrition, and how she's doing with her recent diagnosis of celiac disease. Make sure to stay tuned because this episode is definitely not one you're going to want to miss. Well, guys, today I am here with an incredible Duke athlete named Emily Cole. Emily, will you give a little rundown on who you are, what sport you do, and where you're living, just everything for our audience? You're the best, Chloe. So, (laughs) hi, I'm Emily. I am a junior at Duke University. I guess I just finished my junior year, so now I'm a senior. Um, But I am on the track and field and cross-country teams here, and I am majoring in computer science, but... I'm very passionate about nutrition and health and wellness. So I've actually written a guide to sports nutrition called Athletes that I'm super excited to talk about and just really honored to be on the podcast. Thank you for having me, Chloe. Are you kidding me? We are honored to have you. I have so many questions for you, especially about athletes. And I know that it's coming. It says in your bio, coming September, 2022. Tell me what that's been like for you as an entrepreneurial athlete. How has it been balancing school, your sport, writing a novel? Tell me all about that. So it's definitely been hard. I did a gap semester my sophomore year during the fall. Whenever we had COVID hit, we didn't know if we would have a cross-country season. So I decided to take the break and my coaches were super accommodating with it and very grateful that they let me do that. And that's when I started writing the book. It was kind of something that I had wanted to do since I fell in love with nutrition my senior year of high school. And at first I thought I wanted to write a cookbook, but then I found this program through Georgetown called the Creator Institute where they walk you through the process of writing a book from beginning to end. And they partnered with the publisher. And I was like, okay, like I'd love to write an actual full book. And so I wanted to make it on a sports nutrition guide, something that I wish that I had had whenever I started out as a young athlete. 
And I interviewed a bunch of different incredible athletes like April Ross and Jesse Thomas and Marshall Kozowski. Like I got, I'm so grateful that they were all willing to speak with me. Basically I gave them each their own chapter and asked them all what they wish they had known when they first started out and in their career. And then I have a core lesson coming from each of their interviews in each chapter. And then at the end I have a recipe. So for every chapter, there's a recipe teaching you how to implement the lesson that you just learned. Emily, hello. (gasps) Wow. I'm so excited to read it. I am so excited to read it, especially when it comes to nutrition. And I feel like there's an important piece to this being a woman and being a college athlete yeah. and seeing the changes that happen with your body when it mm-hmm. comes to our hormones, our periods, et cetera, et cetera. Some of our listeners are like, ah, we don't want to talk about that. Well, sorry, here on the playbook podcast, we're brutally honest, right? I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm so excited to delve into that. How did you fall in love with nutrition? So I never really grew up in a household where we ate super healthy. Mm-hmm. And I was always just rushing from basketball to volleyball. I, I didn't even really focus on running until my senior year of high school. And so my junior year and senior year, I started just getting more interested in it and learning to eat healthier and felt incredible gains in my running. And I was like, wow, I guess there is something to this whole eating correctly for performance thing. And because I was able to see such incredible gains and I got to a place where I could run at a place like Duke. When, when I started my junior year, I didn't even think I'd be running in college. It was a really big life-changing thing for me. And I was like, wow, I wish more people knew about this and understood how you can also make delicious like desserts, but they're just healthy. Like you're just using more, you're using ingredients that have more nutrients and fiber and whatnot. So I became really passionate about that. And basically whenever I was able to do that, my senior year, I came into college and knew that I wanted to be able to share that with other athletes. So I guess back to what I was saying earlier about it being a little tough was I didn't expect finishing the book to take so long. Yeah. (laughs) You start a project, you get so excited about it. And I was like, gosh, I can't wait to write this blah, blah, blah. And then you actually dive into it and you're like, wow, there is so much here. And that's why I wanted to write it. Like I wanted to write this book because that's how every athlete feels whenever they, they try to start eating healthy and they want to be able to feel better. They, you get so overwhelmed by all the different resources. And even from great resources, like registered dietitians, there are still some like conflicting opinions and things like that. So it's confusing on what, who you should follow and, and everybody's different. And that's something that I really do focus on in the book is that you are going to have your own nutritional journey. And as much as I'm giving you the foundation of each different topic, that is really important for you to be able to have a, a, like increase your longevity and have a successful career. You're going to have to find what works best for you on your own. And everybody's journey is going to be different. Well said, very well said. Thank you. When (laughs) it comes to, and I'm sure some of our listeners are wondering this because I am myself as a college student, when it comes to eating healthy, is it a complete myth that it's financially impossible for a broke college student to eat healthy? Absolutely. I think that that's something that there was one particular book that I read in high school that really 
kind of opened this new world to me and is written by two incredible people, Elise Kupicki and Shalane Flanagan. And they, it's a book called run fast, cook fast, eat slow. And for the whole beginning part of it, they actually talk about their struggles with amenorrhea and underfueling and like the running culture world of thinner is faster. Mm. And they talk about like how learning how to cook their own foods and use nutritious whole ingredients really helped them to find love with food again. And they even gave different budget saving tips. So I think the biggest things are like going to places like farmer's markets, this is the highest quality nutrient food you can get because it's from right around you. And they're typically pretty great prices, but then also just going to like the bulk sections of grocery stores. And I love getting like frozen vegetables. I don't know. There are definitely a million different ways that you can make sure that you're getting the nutrients you need without breaking the bank. And obviously if you want to spend a bunch of money, healthy, it's really easy to spend all your money on healthy food, but you can also do it on a budget for sure. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. I love that answer because I feel like obviously that's such an easy excuse. It's a cop-out to be like, oh, it's too expensive. You know, I might as well go through the drive-thru when in reality, no, it just takes a little extra effort and pays off in the end. Well, we are heading in to our first break. You are listening to the Playbook Podcast. I am Chloe View Mitchell, and this is the College Athletes Network. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome back to the Playbook Podcast on the College Athletes Network. This is Clay V. Mitchell, and make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a show. Okay, everybody, we were just chatting about how being a health-conscious athlete and talking about finances and saying that it's too expensive is ultimately a myth. And Emily's working on, you know, breaking that stigma and educating college athletes on how to eat healthier. But 
if I, I really want to know one thing from you, Emily, how often do you have quote unquote cheat days and how do you feel when you have them? So I definitely went through a phase where I was like, oh, I'm never going to have like, I'm never going to, okay, I'm going to start over. Yeah, go ahead. So I definitely went through a phase where I just didn't have treats that often. And I would go like three weeks and realize that I hadn't had ice cream or hadn't had a brownie or whatever. And I was like, wait a second. And it's whenever you start eating healthier and you don't have as much sugar in your diet, you don't crave it anymore. So that's why it was so easy for me to go that long, but it's fun to have chocolate. So I was like, Emily, why aren't you, why aren't you treating yourself? So now I definitely, I'd say I probably treat myself like once a week. Um, but I love doing it. And I love that I'm now at a place where I can have, I can have a peanut butter cup or a brownie or whatever, whenever I want, but I just have like smaller portions and it's the perfect treat after a meal, after like a well-balanced nutritious meal. And whenever you have, I think that one of the coolest chapters in my book is with Jesse Thomas and he talks all about how your diet doesn't need to be exactly perfect all the time. Mm-hmm. And so he has like this 80, 20 rule. And basically as long as you're keeping the majority of your diet, super healthy, basically, as long as you're keeping the majority of your diet nutritious and full of whole foods, then you should enjoy the other 20% of it and really just let yourself be a part of the social event. If your team's going to get ice cream or have part of the birthday cake that's for your team. There are definitely extreme social benefits that come from being able to be a part of those different things that no athlete should be missing out on. And so that's something that I've had a really interesting experience of like learning, going back and forth and now being back in a place where I feel like I treat myself all the time, but it's just like little bites here and there. And it's the perfect accent to a well-balanced diet that isn't solely based on peanut butter cups sadly <laughs> no of course I like how you kind of realigned your view on what a treat is and how yeah. I mean obviously like you said you don't need it as often when you're eating nutritious meals you don't crave that sugar um, mm. I, I want to get there I want to be where you're at <laughs> I mean I'm obviously trying to be more health conscious as a college athlete in general but mm-hmm. um this summer I'm, I'm just thinking about going vegetarian and see what that's going to be like that'd be awesome but- yeah and I, I also just feel like whenever you let yourself have these treats here and there all the time it's not something that you're restricting yourself from right. and I feel like everyone has probably heard this but whenever you tell yourself I can't have this I can't have this then it becomes more and more of a thing in your head that you think about all the time. And then when you finally do let yourself have it, you'll have the whole cake or just Mm -hmm. really binge out on it. And so it really enables you to have a more healthy relationship with food whenever you allow yourself these little treats along the journey. Amen to that. And Mm -hmm. I know from looking at your socials and doing my research that you were recently diagnosed with celiac. And yeah. you are a runner. And when it comes to eating carbs and when it comes to stocking up and being fueled, being celiac can be a little problematic, right? So yeah. walk us through that. What was it like getting diagnosed? <laughs> what was your initial mindset? And were you diagnosed with celiac celiac whilst writing your book? Yep. So oh, all great God. questions. And I will touch on them all, I promise. Awesome. Yeah, take your time. Um, But basically I, so my senior year, whenever I started eating healthily and running well, I didn't realize, but I was unintentionally eating gluten-free 
And so my body felt great. I was running all whatever I got into college and I've really struggled um, athletically running here. And I just couldn't see the performances that I wanted, but I also would have great practices. And then I just couldn't perform whenever we were competing. And I was so confused. I just had no clue what was happening, especially this cross country season. I was having great workouts. And then, I mean, I died halfway through these races and it's a 6k. So this is Wow. A mile and a half in, you still have a mile and a half to go. And homegirl, when I say I was dead, I was done. And I was like, this is not normal. Like I, this should not be happening. Yeah. And so I finally went in. I've, I've spoken with a nutritionist several times here, but that time I went in and I was like, I'd love to do any tests you can think of. Like I know there is something wrong. And they did some tests, found out that I had macrocytosis, which is essentially enlarged red blood cells. And it's a indicator of celiac and my doctors here are amazing. And she she had actually thought ahead of time that I might have celiac in the past. I got, I did little tests for it my freshman year, but the full test for it is getting an upper endoscopy. So after cross country season ended, got the endoscopy and the test came back positive. So uh, Essentially, for those who don't know, celiac is a disease where whenever you have anything with gluten in it, which is wheat, barley, rye, it sneaks into a lot of different things you wouldn't think of. It's not just bread. It destroys the villa on the inside lining of your stomach, so you can't absorb any nutrients. So essentially, I was underfueled all the time and super inflamed throughout my whole body. And the reason why I was still able to have good workouts was because I wasn't really eating that much bread all the time, but I would have it here and there. I have like, I love doing triple decker PB and J's side note. Um, (laughs) They're my favorite. Um, But anyways, right before my races, I would carb load like any other runner and I would have a bowl of pasta and I would just be eating carbs all day. And my body, so my body's like, Emily, what are you doing here? Wow. That's why I felt so terrible during the races. Yeah. What a so that dream. was a big breakthrough this year. And I think that it's been really cool. I'm feeling really good running this outdoor season. So I'm really excited about that and, and what's going to happen. But for the most part, just really grateful that I was able to figure that out because it's been years of not knowing what's happening inside my body. Oh my goodness. A hundred percent. And and what a journey to document as well. Like seeing that on your socials and you obviously have a following how many other young runners are going to look up to you and be like, okay, I'm struggling. You advocated for yourself. You knew there was something wrong for your body and you pushed obviously for that answer. So props to you, Emily. That's hard to do especially with stuff Mm -hmm. going on too, like school and practices. I know doctor's appointments are the worst Yep. For the last thing that you want to do. Oh my goodness. Absolute chaos. Right. And your other question was, was I still writing my book? And yes, I was literally, I had written all of the first drafts of all the chapters, but I was kind of doing, I started this editing process over the summer, last summer. And I just kind of had to drag out the process longer than I would have loved to yeah. because I had school and running and couldn't do a million things at once. But Yes, I had already done the majority of the book and then I get this diagnosis and I'm like, but my recipes have whole wheat flour in them. Like, <laughs> supposed to do Wow. <gasps> yeah. So, so it's been an interesting really, journey. Yes, you really yeah. had to take a step back. Oh my yeah. goodness. I'm just fascinated with you. I mean, I could talk to you all day. 
Uh, oh my gosh, up, you're the best. You are the best. Coming up, I want to talk to you all about how you got in contact with these amazing athletes that are within your book. We are heading into our second break. You are listening to the Playbook Podcast. I'm Chloe Mitchell, and this is the College Athletes Network. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome back to the Playbook Podcast on the College Athletes Network. This is Chloe Mitchell. Subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss the show. Emily, tell me all about being an athletepreneur and getting in contact with these high-level, big-name athletes for your book. Yeah, so I had a lot of people that were great resources, and they just told me that you have nothing to lose. And so just reach out to as many incredible athletes as you can and see which ones will respond. And I actually had a connection to April Ross. So my sister, shout out Julia Cole. She's a country music singer in Nashville and she's wow. incredible. She has a bunch of songs that have gone viral on TikTok and she's doing really well, but she's sponsored by Mizuno. And so is April. And so her and April have done some promo videos together for them. And so Julia connected me with her and she was awesome. I just talked on the phone to her while I was on a road trip with my parents and did my little interview with her. And she was incredible. She's got a great story. She actually didn't make her first volleyball team that she tried out for. (laughs) She was a multi-sport athlete and struggled with nutrition in college. And so it's, it was really cool to hear her journey and how she's gotten to be the incredible athlete she is today. She's got gold, silver, and bronze Olympic medals for USA beach volleyball. So she's an absolute stud and she's an even better person. So it was just an honor to get to talk with her. Wow. See, I would assume that you had an agent reaching out or you had somebody, Mm -hmm. I don't know, I don't know somebody else, but the fact that you were just reaching out and you're, you know, networking in your own way and getting those responses is a testament to how close-knit the college athlete community is and how people yeah. are willing to help people. That is, that's they really I'm are. 
Yeah, that's what I always say too. I'm like, reach out, ask questions. And a huge question that I get is, Chloe, how do I come up with my rates for an Instagram story, yeah. a post? And I'm like, this is this is my biggest advice, guys. Ask each other, ask somebody else who's done um, endorsements who have a similar following to you and ask how much they charge. Um, yeah. I love that. I love, I love that so much. That's a great point too, because a lot of people, it's really up in the air, what rates are right now. Yeah. And as long as we can create like an open community of everyone being yes. able to collaborate and talk about it, we'll all benefit from it. That's what I've been saying the whole time. Exactly. Like we get that question all the time in the playbook to office. These athletes are coming to us and they're like, Hey, this big name brand is coming to me and they're offering me this much money. I don't know if it's low. I don't know if it's high. Uh, and just navigating that space is definitely interesting. So speaking of rates and speaking of deals, talk to me about the HR block deal. How did that come about? Yep. So this was something they went through my agent, Michael Raymond. He's awesome. And he was reached out to by H&R Block and they did a female empowerment campaign. And they were really just trying to close this gap in NIL compensation between male and female athletes. Mm. And they, they did higher rates than most deals going around right now, but basically they had us create a lot of content on, on all of my channels, Instagram and TikTok, and just really promoting our voice as female athletes and how we do the same amount of work as them. And so we deserve the same amount of reward and, and acknowledgements for that. And it was just a really cool opportunity to be a part of whenever he reached out to me about them. I was absolutely, I would love to be a part of this. And everyone on the team was incredible to work with. It was just a great experience all around. So I was really grateful for that to be my first big deal that I really did because it really set the, set the bar high. For sure. I, I really like how you worded the post. You have a way of being very genuine through the phone and through social media. And I think that that's really rare. No, I I mean it. I think that's really rare because you're sharing this vulnerable side of yourself, especially when it comes to your body and when it comes to nutrition, obviously you have, you have to be willing to be vulnerable, but even like we talked about your diagnosis with celiac and now you're doing this deal that empowers women. Emily, you just keep getting better and better. Any brands that are listening to this DM Emily right now. (laughs) She's awesome. Oh, okay. Well, I have one final question for you, Emily, and I'm really interested to hear what your answer is going to be for this. Love it. What advice would you have given your freshman year in college self as a new college athlete? That's a great question. I think we kind of touched on this earlier, but just really not being afraid to reach out to anyone Mm. and because it is such an incredible network to be a part of. And as I've gotten older, I've gotten a lot more comfortable reaching out to different athletes. And it is such a unique group of people to be a part of. Everyone who's a student athlete is an incredible human. I haven't met one that I don't like. (laughs) No, but I mean, seriously, whenever you're able to reach out over social media, different things like that, I think one of the biggest things that I'm really grateful for on my team is that we have a great culture of everyone else's success is also your own Mm -hmm. and because you're a part of it and we all work together every day. And I think that that's something that 
I would love for everyone to help continue cultivating in the student athlete community. Like we're all just going to make each other better. And so I think that whenever you're a freshman, you're coming in, it can be intimidating, but also everyone else who's a freshman is feeling lonely and like they don't really know anyone and they're kind of lost. And if you're able to be vulnerable about that with your other athletes and friends, you can really create some strong bonds that will last a lifetime. And so I'm grateful for those that I did my freshman year, but I've definitely gotten more into it as I've gotten older and really created these long lasting bonds. And I'm grateful that I'm going to have, you know, the next year and whatnot to be able to do that. But really as a freshman, everyone is so much more open to making new friends because they don't have their groups yet. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a really great opportunity to make these lifelong connections. Amen. And especially as like, even an aspiring collegiate athlete too, as a senior, I feel like you could still even reach out to say young Emily, say you wanted to go to Duke, you could have reached out to the people on the team. I could have reached out when I was being um, recruited to upperclassmen within the teams that I wanted to be on. Mm -hmm. Having a voice and using it is so important. And also I feel like I wasn't nearly as active as I was on Gmail freshman year. So I feel like that as well. Be on your Gmail, email people. It's normal. It's fun. And it's what business people do. I have young athletes reaching out to me all the time with different random training questions and life questions. And I try my hardest to answer all of them because I'm just so glad that they're vulnerable enough to be willing to reach out. And there are so many athletes out there who will take the time to respond to you. So make those connections, reach out to those people. And I promise it'll be worth it. I love it. I love it. 110%. Well, Emily, I thank you so much for your time. You've been an absolute dream and I'm looking forward to reading your book. Everybody make sure to follow Emily on Instagram. Emily, will you give all your handles to the listeners? Yes, for sure. So on both, on everything, I am just E Emily Cole E, which is Emily Cole with two E's at the beginning and the end. And you can also sign up to be on the like early list for my book in my bio. Oh my goodness. I hope you guys just fell in love with Emily Cole just as much as I did. She's such an incredible person and athlete and be sure to pre-save her book as it is coming out soon. Also, if you ever want to find me on my socials, you can find me at Chloe V. Mitchell everywhere. As always, thanks for listening to the Playbook podcast on the College Athletes Network. Please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. I'm Chloe V. Mitchell and we'll talk soon. Bye! Playbooked is a production of iHeartRadio and the College Athletes Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.